Welcome to Inside the Castles, the podcast that goes behind castle doors to have real conversations with real people about solving the nation's toughest challenges. I'm your host today, Aaron Snyder. Today we're going to talk about the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for federal employees. With us today are Lieutenant General Scott Spellman, the Chief of Engineers, Ms. Karen Payne, the Director of Human Resources at Core Headquarters. Thanks for joining us here today. For today's episode, we're going to talk about the vaccine mandate for federal employees and address some questions that our listeners have asked. General Spellman, from your perspective, why is it important that we vaccinate the workforce? So think, just think about this for a moment. We have lost more Americans to the coronavirus than we have in all of America's wars combined of our combat deaths. So think about this, going all the way back to the American Revolutionary War, the War of 1812, the Mexican-American War, the American Civil War, World War I, World War II, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, the war in Iraq and the war in Afghanistan. We had 659,000 combat deaths when you add up all of those wars combined. And today we have lost to the coronavirus 746,000 Americans. That's 105,000 more who have died from this virus than, as I said, died in all, uh, all of our wars combined. So people, you know this, people remain my number one priority. Getting the vaccine can be the difference between life and death. And we have lost too many of our U.S. Army Corps of Engineer teammates. We've lost 27 to date, and I'm fighting as hard as I can because I don't want to lose number 28 to this, uh, this terrible pandemic and the Delta variant. Our nation, we continue to see rising case, case counts and death, which is causing great concern among Army senior leaders. And protecting each of you through mandatory vaccination is a health and readiness priority for us. Thanks, General Spellman. That really puts the, the impact of COVID into perspective. More deaths that we've realized in, in all those wars combined. That really puts a, a kind of a somber note on this. And one more question for you, though, is for our employees out there that do not agree with this mandate and do not want to get this vaccine, what do you have to say to them? Like I said to the first question, it really comes down to the safety of everyone. We know that everyone will not get sick from this but we also know that everyone is capable of spreading it to others. There is a long history in this country of sacrificing for others. Our military, we do this every day. We need everyone to step up, roll up their sleeves, and ensure the safety of our coworkers, neighbors, and those around us. The vaccines that are available today greatly diminish the effects of COVID-19, and science is showing that those who have been vaccinated have a greater chance of survival are less likely to get severely sick or to be hospitalized. Receiving the vaccine is the first step to returning our nation to normal. Uh, Ms. Payne, our listeners have a lot of questions uh, for you, but before we get into those, could you just give us an overview of what this means from a human resources perspective? Sure, Aaron. Uh, You know, on September 9th of uh, 2021 this year, in issuance of the Executive Order 14043, the President of the United States directed mandatory COVID-19 vaccination for all federal employees in order to ensure the health and safety of the federal workforce. Um, You know, in regards to that, employees are considered fully vaccinated two weeks after receiving the second dose of a two-dose COVID-19 vaccine or two weeks after receiving a single dose of one-dose COVID-19 vaccine. 
and we'll talk a little bit more or later, but employees must be vaccinated by November 22, 2021. And, you know, it kind of goes out from an HR perspective. It's, it's people first. You know, we, we want to take care of our people. We want to have a healthy folks, and we need to complete the mission. Um, you know, from HR view, we're working with DOD and Army and, with, and working with USACE, you know, the Command Sergeant Major, our uh, Captain Genesco for uh, medical um and all of our commanders and everything to, to make sure we have a very fair and very straightforward process for uh, completing uh, this executive order and getting all our folks vaccinated and uh, staying healthy. So that's from the HR point of view. Thanks. So, so could we talk a little bit about the specifics? You know, obviously we have this mandate, 22 November is the deadline to, to get both doses of your vaccine or, or one dose of the, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. You know, really, so when employees go out and they get these vaccinations, what is the process for them to verify uh, with their, their supervisors or with the core that they've been vaccinated um, so they can demonstrate that they've met these requirements? Well, this, you know, the process, the supervisor verifies the information. And as we approach the deadline for complete uh, vaccination, supervisors should be working closely with the, uh, our, our employees to complete the verification uh, of vac vaccination process. And civilian employees uh, must complete um, the DD-3175, attesting to their vaccination status, and then supervisors will go in there and verify, and then also retain a copy of the employee's proof of vaccination. So right now, you know, employees can go in there uh, into Mill Connect and get the DD-3175. They can complete that uh, on uh, Mill Connect, but basically saying, you know, when you were, when you got vaccinated and all the, that good information, or they can give uh, that, uh, their card to, in hard copy to the supervisor or like send it electronically, but in, encrypt it because uh, we want to make sure it keeps safe and everything. And again, that's when the supervisor will go in there, look at the information, and then starting 7th of November, the supervisor will be able to go also into Mail Connect and sign off on the 3175 for the employees. So hopefully it'll be a nice, smooth process, easy, user-friendly. Um, I've already done it myself uh, to see how user-friendly it is. And uh, I, I always kind of jokingly say I'm technically challenged. So if I can do it, I think uh, most folks can. So again, it's going getting into Mail Connect, uh, filling out the 3175, and then giving uh, either electronic or, and again, encrypted or hard copy so that a supervisor can see the uh, uh, proof. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. And I actually went in there too, and it seemed like a pretty smooth process. So just go to Mill Connect and get your, your supervisor a copy of your vaccinations, and then they'll be able to go in and verify. So it's good that that's, that's pretty seamless and, and easy for those that have, have been vaccinated. But for let's talk about some of the, the our staff that is choosing to not be vaccinated. So if they're not vaccinated on 22 November, um, what's going to happen to them? But regarding if employee chooses not to uh, do an exemption and chooses not to get vaccinated, the, the date right now is that everyone has to be vaccinated by, uh, fully vaccinated by 22 November. Nothing will happen disciplinary-wise until after uh, the 22nd of November. So after 22 November, if somebody continues to choose not to be vaccinated and they don't have a medical or religious exemption, um, is it possible that they would be terminated at some point? Well, you know, that is uh, this progressive discipline. You know, we're hoping that everybody will uh, be vaccinated or at least in the process. 
So let's say you start and you're not quite there by 22 November and you maybe your second dose or something. I think there's still some leeway uh, as long as the person's attempting to get uh, vaccinated or getting an exemption. So you may not have to have your exemption approved by the 22nd November, but have you know the process like you, let's say you're meeting with your physician or your uh, your you know, your chaplain or whatever religious and at least that process is doing. But if you choose not to do any of that, then, um, the, you know, we'll, then we'll start with the progressive discipline. And that progressive discipline process would be done through your supervisor, correct? Yes, that's correct, at least as of what we're, you know, hearing right now. So, you know, employees that are seeking exemption should also go into Mill Connect and fill out that form. Um, good to know. And and one question we got from from staff that I found a little bit interesting is, is what if I lie about my vaccination status? What would be the consequences of something like that? Well, similar to any other action or topic, lying to a supervisor is really against our Army values and against process and can result in discipline. Uh, you know, providing any false statement, uh, you know, lying on a DD form 3175, uh, you know, can be punished and, you know, can be fined, uh, different processes, progressive discipline, all those kind of uh, things. Hopefully employees won't do that. I mean, I think it's just in the best interest of the, of the employee themselves and, uh, the, and the uh, organization to, you know, give factual information. But again, you know, it'd be similar to any other process if you lied uh, on uh, whether it's a form or whether it's an action that you're supposed to be doing with the federal government. Yeah, I definitely agree. And Honesty is always the best policy, right? So I think that even if you're electing not to get the vaccine, being straightforward about that with your supervisor and going through the process is probably the right way to go. You know, pertaining to our union employees, I know they have their collective bargaining agreements that they work with. How do these vaccination requirements work for union employees? And uh, is there anything different uh, than those that aren't represented by unions? No, no, I mean, yes, the federal employee vaccination mandate applies to all federal employees, regardless of bargaining uh, unit status. Notice has been provided to the unions and, and with national uh, consultation rights with uh, USACE and several of the uh, bargaining units. However, local union notice will be provided consistent with local bargaining agreements to satisfy any applicable collective bargaining obligations on the law at the earliest convenience, including on a post-implementation basis if there's something that, you know, uh, after the fact. Great. And and just to verify this, this mandate that we have, the vaccine mandate, only is for the vaccine. You have to get that vaccine. There's no opt-out like saying, oh, instead of a vaccine, I can just wear a mask and get tested regularly. Um, this is a firm, really, you have to get vaccinated. With the exception of the religious and medical exemptions, all federal employees have to be vaccinated, correct? That is correct. You know, it goes back to the executive order on September 9th with the president mandating all employees, federal employees, to to have the uh, vaccination. It, 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 you can't opt out on it, uh, except for exemptions. You know, you know, if it's a medical or religious, um, yes, then you get approved. And then uh, in that time, then, uh, you know, there'll probably be testing uh, that would go along with it. All right. Thank you, Ms. Payne. I guess with that, I do want to see, is, is there anything else you would like to add that we did not cover today? And just the fact that, you know, um, I, I would say people first, we value every single employee that works for USACE, and we have fantastic, amazing people. And um, I know that, uh, uh, you know, this is a hard process we have to go through and everything, but uh, it really is to to make sure we ensure the health and, and safety of our, our, our workforce uh, so that we can do our mission because we have a great mission 
and it's a very varied mission, uh, lots going on, and we just want to make sure everybody's safe and, and healthy. Yeah, no, that that's great. And then, as the chief said, to date, we've lost 27 USACE employees um, due to this disease. And, and so we really want to make sure that there are no more uh, USACE employees that we lose to this and that we're able to, to continue to deliver the mission and keep our people safe and people first. So really encourage everybody to go out and get these vaccines and roll up your sleeves, like the chief said. <laughs> General Spellman, we just heard a lot of great information about the implementation of this mandate and the consequences for not complying. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our staff today in closing? I would just add that vaccines are one of the greatest success stories in our nation's public health system. We have eradicated many deadly viruses like smallpox, measles, mumps, rubella, and polio. The benefits of vaccines far outweigh the risks. We need everyone to step up Roll up your sleeves and ensure the safety of our coworkers, neighbors, our partners, and our stakeholders. Thank you for joining us today for this edition of Inside the Castle. We appreciate you and your insights. To our listeners, we want to hear from you, what topics are important to you and people you're interested in hearing from. Until next time, be safe, be innovative, and be revolutionary. To provide your feedback, email us at cw.infrastructure.team at usace.army.mil. Stay tuned for additional Inside the Castle podcasts as we explore life inside the core and revolutionize civil works together.